Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Welcome to Shooting the Gap, ladies and gentlemen. We are so happy to be here with you. Yay! Everybody say yay! Yeah! yeah. Ah, you fuckers. Is it because we're starting kind yeah. of late? Yeah! Because we're starting kind of late tonight? You're the guys wanted to play Madden. Yeah, there was one thing that in there. Ryan did. He is now four and ninety-seven against me in his career. Four and like twenty-seven. You gotta lower it just a little bit. <laughs> no, four and ninety-six. Lower it a little bit. We'll go back. Four and eighty-seven. <laughs> but yes, he did beat me. It was awesome. I had opportunities to pick the fucking ball off several times, and the one time he touched it, he picked it off, and that pretty much ended the game. Winning. Winning. Duh. Winning. <laughs> what are you sipping on over there, Ryan Silva? Iced tea. Iced tea's going on. We got some coffee brewing. The Dougalo is rocking the Wookiee shirt. Expressions I, of a Wookiee. I'm getting it. It makes sense, though. I'm kind of like... He's like just going to keep wearing it until you fully appreciate right. it. No, I was going to actually How wear much my... more appreciation is needed? I was going to wear my new though. Deadpool shirt, but it's a white shirt, and I didn't want to wear it to work. So... Makes want, sense. Want, Makes like, sense. To be gratificated. 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 That's still not a word. I know. I'm making words up. <laughs> you want to be Al Qaeda? You want me to gratificate it? <laughs> Gratify it with spinach. Yes, coffee. Because it is a wookie. It is a wookie. At least his son didn't say he just likes to splooge around on. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays. Did you hear his song earlier? No. Uh, what was it? Poop my pants. Poop my pants. Poop my pants. <laughs> I think you might have. I think you might have sung that last week. When we weren't paying attention. Poop my pants. I poop my pants. <laughs> Sweet. That was a pretty awesome jam. It was. It was really good. It was. It, it had rhythm to it. <laughs> like, you know, it was... Had a good rhythm. <laughs> I could have him sing it for American Idol. You know. <laughs> It'd be try better than half the people in the crowd. And then didn't Blake been trying to fight the camera guy? <laughs> I, don't like the I will punch that camera me. in the face with a hammer. Yes, it was, it was awesome. Oh, my poop God. My pants, I poop my pants. <laughs> I don't know where he gets that from. That's weird. The rhythm? I don't know. either. That's weird. None of you guys. Or the pant full of pants full of chili cheese. What the hell, man? Fish sticks. <laughs> Do you like to put fish sticks in your mouth, Doug? You gay fish? Are you a gay fish? Alright, clearly, if you look at the the whiteboard here. Something about me being a genius. <laughs> I don't even and know. And a rapper. It was funny. Yeah, that was one time. <sighs> so sports <laughs> happened one time. Did they? Well, that was fun. But yeah, dude, fucking Broncos game. Stepping up. It's dude. football season. Football season. So football now we season. gotta stop pretending like we care about other things like soccer and. How was how was the, the middle of the season hockey and. How was the New England Patriots and Philadelphia Eagles game? 
there was like no defense allowed or something. Yeah, there was a lot of points, that's for sure. Everyone was scoring. There was forty two to thirty five. I'm I pretty know. sure it was the At that point I walked away going, I, I thought I was gonna say something to the effect of, you know. But how did, how did Garoppolo looked real good? Seems like he kind of took the job. what you were talking about trying to but do then in my Malik shirt. came in and, and had two scoring drives that were both touchdowns, if I remember correctly. So He did kind of dance one in, though. But that's what he was supposed to do with that play. He, he so made not the play. He ran in. It was, not it was necessarily good. like made the play with his arm, but you know, can't hold that against him if they're going to give him 15 yards of wide open space. Right. That's, I mean, you got to pretty much run that shit in. And, and you got to run it, that ball! He made it happen, though. It was, it was a very good run. It was, it was his Doug Flutie moment. You fuck the Raiders. That's why. Because... Um, anyone want to let us know how that goes um, when they let you use the computer in prison? Email us on our thing and then lock down and make sure that you're not getting in you know, any trouble with contraband. Oh. oh yeah, Doug's showing us sports memes, and and we like those. Is that what they, is that how they're pronounced? It's meme. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. The weirdly memetic theory. Also, Throg. Oh, that's intelligent. So they should be. <laughs> so what Doug's saying is they should be called memes. Right, Doug. It's it's closer to how it's said. Yes. I would think that scratching both of those is a good one and finding a brand new name for it completely. <laughs> Internet idiocy? I don't... Yeah, sure. Think of new ones, Doug, and start it. I'm not... I'm not no, I'm, I'm just going to end up getting into a fight if it's gifts or gifs. I'm not here to fix it. I'm not here with solutions. I'm just saying this is what's wrong with everything. Blah. That's what we Democrats do. <laughs> we just say that there's a lot of shit wrong with stuff. <laughs> right now, i got to tell you, though, there's not a lot wrong going on with the Broncos. C.J. Anderson was cleared to play. He's going to be back in the mix. Um, when are you playing... guys toward an ankle thing or a knee thing, right? Denver Bronco? Uh-huh. Fractured his knee. Yeah, is that who you're talking about? No. No, no. I was about to get to Danny Trevathan. Um, no. That is that is a loss that is going to be felt. I don't think it's the biggest loss. I think defensively we're going to make a lot of plays around the ball it's just at a it's at a position we're not as deep at, you know. You'd appreciate it but more if it was that one yeah. of those defensive line positions like we were talking about. I would have been nicer because we wouldn't miss him as much. But starting starting linebacker like Trevathan, I think you kinda of miss him a little bit. You miss any but he's not a big he's not a big play. He's not a big play linebacker, so it's Yes not, he is. He's a big play linebacker. I think he's, he's in every I think he's an every down play linebacker. I think he's a he tough was, player. He's been kinda of groomed into that from one year of playing. That's all we know of Danny Trevathan. So we're going off of one year. And that's kinda of what I was going to lead into, saying that whoever's coming up next, whether it be Brandon Marshall or the kid that we drafted out of the LSU that I cannot remember, um they didn't they they have no experience. They might come in and, and step in and play well, especially with a defensive line that is busy requiring blocks, double teams, stuff like that, that is absolutely something that affects linebackers. It always has. It always has. Um, um, it's a big loss, though, but three to six weeks, I think he'll be back sooner than, than later. He's conditioned. What do you think about the Niners coming out? What are they going to bring in this little preseason matchup before we play them sometime this season? Um, well... I, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm not even too sure because the Niners are always trying to 
they're they're always trying to change and they're trying to I mean they're still trying to get Kaepernick to be I, I don't know like they want him to keep some of the things like Russell Wilson they they, they want him to keep some of the things he do, he does but at the same time they're trying to change up to something different they want him to be different but he just isn't going to play differently so I don't know how well it's going to work if they just keep Kaepernick doing the same things he's always done because it doesn't really win a lot of games. He kind of they kind of need other players to kind of like provide sparks to win the games. I'm not, well, I'm not saying he doesn't make big plays. I, mean, I guess I'm just kind of saying like I don't know. I see, I see him costing them about as many plays as he makes them, and I think that they need guys to shine week in and week out. What what you're saying is that guys like Kaepernick don't shine. Week in and week out, they correct, don't, and their 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 great times are not nearly comparative to their bad times, and that's how it's been historically in the NFL for for mobile quarterbacks and guys that play like that. I know this trend is recent, but you know what the word trend means? Uh, that's that's it. So we had it has not been a proven thing of any kind. So I'm with you. Like I, this is a pretender type deal, dude. This is. This is fake kiss when you go to see kiss and you're like, who the fuck is this guy pretending to be Gene Simmons? You know? Unless it's mini kiss. That's no, awesome. But I didn't say mini kiss. I said fake kiss. What the fuck is fake kiss? Not kiss! <laughs> and not mini kiss. Just fake kiss. When they go on tour and don't go on tour, which they've done several times, when they just like send guys out that look like them painted up tour. Because Gene Simmons is busy being on Family Jewels? No, because oh. it's... I don't know why you're so mad at me for saying that out loud. It's just what no, they do. I'm just, because they're KISS. Because they're a marketing machine. Because that's what they do. Making because they're ICP like 20 years before ICP existed. That's why. Because it's all about money. Yep. And Gene Simmons' case, pussy. Money. First you get the money, then the money, then the power. Cash rules everything. No, never mind. You get the money, you get the dockers, you get the girls. (laughs) You get the khakis. Girls. You get dockers commercial in here. Um, I think it's you steal the underpants and then something happens and then. Phase three. Phase three. Phase three. (laughs) Cock, shut up. And we move on. No, but anyway, Broncos, uh, I think we're going to look pretty good in this one. Uh, I know that the, the Niners have a good defense. Navarro Bowman won't be out there. Patrick Willis will be. The rest of the shit will be out. Jason, whatever the fuck that crazy fuck's name can play in the uh, preseason. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I expect us to move the ball offensively. I think we're going to emphasize the run game as much. And I'm more interested in what we'll see defensively. I don't think you'll see Von Miller. I don't think you'll see Chris Harris. Um, we expect a lot out of them. And, I, and I'm starting to kind of feel... Towards the, I want to err towards the, the side of caution here that that maybe we should sit Von Miller uh, for you know maybe the first week or two of the regular season something like that. I think Chris Harris will most definitely sit for the first week or two of the regular season. He he's at seven months and Von Miller's at eight months, like just over eight months. And so by the time the uh, first the first game starts in just just under a month, so. I, I don't know. I you know, the the way that Adrian Peterson came back has set some kind of crazy precedent that, that is not the norm. Everybody it's, is completely unrealistic about that's they not want, what it's 
They're expecting everybody. They want everybody like, well, Adrian Peterson tore his AC. Dude. Yeah, and he also wasn't himself for the first three or four games. Still rushed for but he ended up like totally yeah. killing it the rest of the season. But the, the first, first game he ran for two long runs and, and, and broke out in front of people. Actually, he came out firing that season. But he is not what you should expect. I wouldn't expect it. <laughs> and after an injury like that, it's, I, it's, too many people expect like guys to just bounce right back, especially from any kind of serious knee injury. It doesn't really doesn't really happen like that. A lot of times it's a lot of times behind the scenes you don't notice that they're actually in pain for pretty much that whole next season with they, that. Knee. They very well could be. Yeah. I mean there's a lot of guys who suffer from knee pain long after the season's over. And that's what I hope uh is being, you know, paid attention to. And when when you when you go with that, when you go with the pain thing, it's it's about the player at that point. I mean, he has to be honest. He has to just say no, it's not feeling good. And if it's feeling good, by all means, let's get him out there. But I'm not going to feel bad if we have him sit for a couple of weeks alone with Chris Harris and just let him do their thing. Because I think we're going to have a good enough defense where, you know, two of our key important players, our best player possibly, as well, not being on the field, we can still play well and win games until we get him out there. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the, I think the running back matchup is huge. The wide receiver matchup is just. A tight one to see who's going to make the team. I'm saying Justin Norwood. I said Justin Norwood for the last three weeks. He's going to make the team. I like that kid. Uh, I think the rookie will as well. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, we got to do some top fives over here. Really? We're jumping in top fives already? I was. I don't know, Doug. What, what, where are we at here? You're, only, you're less than 15 minutes in. Well, we're going to keep going. Okay. Because we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. We got lots of stuff to eat. <laughs> what are you doing, Ryan? Just finding out how my boss shafted me. I think I figured it out. Huh? Yeah. yeah he's a cocksucker. Are we gonna go go uh, handshake him? Uh, no, no. Just have to sue him for my money, I suppose. That much, huh? Yeah. Wow. So, top five of sports? Well, I'm drinking wild turkey in honor of Ryan Silva today. Because he's a wild fucking turkey. Because you're a jive turkey. We're going we're gonna to get out a... Excuse me, Stuart. Actually, I speak a, jive. a pretty storied franchise within the NFL, especially in the... Uh, you know, 60s to 70s here. <clears throat> so recently? Uh, recently, it hasn't been very smooth sailing for a long time. But uh, we'll go with the, the top five. Miami Dolphins, not including Finkel. Seriously? Yeah, no Finkel. Come on, my honorable mention? He's a... Uh, my my honorable uh, mention is Bray Finkel. Your gun is digging into my, my hip. hip. My honorable mention is Bray Finkel. Nice. <laughs> Did you both do an honorable mention of Bray Finkel? Awesome, see nerds. The laces are in. Laces are in. She even fucked the dolphin. <laughs> oh man, Sean Young. 
What a weird career. <laughs> what a crazy bitch. But she has to be. She has to be a, a crazy fucking bitch. You know, Tone Luck was awesome in that movie. Tone Luck, yeah. yeah. He was good. He was good. Courtney Cox is... I don't really know how to classify her. But her boobs look good in that black dress. Way pre-friends. Way pre-friends. Uh, on that one. Not way, not way. Still sickly looking. She has little arms, but boobs. She has a little arm boobs thing going on there. It's really skinny, but still like maintain the. Yeah, it's like that chest meat. Chestal meat. It's a mm. lot of stretching. the chesticles. It's a yes. lot of stretching to make sure you feel okay. Because you know backs hurt with big boobs, and we feel that. that's why we try to always hold them up for you when we're fucking. That's why I slouch. <laughs> Your totally. tatas. Mm-hmm. Well, I th- I think uh, I don't know. You're gonna go first, Brian. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So Excuse me. Do a shout out turn. Okay, so I couldn't think of like you know a lot of dolphins that I liked. To be honest with you, Flipper. Flipper is one. He could have been on the list, but he didn't make the list. He was so, Lassie no of this. Lassie Does he of. Know you? Does he call Do you me have you? a Dorothy in? Does he? I was gonna say that you cut me up. Flipper is the Lassie of the sea. Does he call you a toad? Zach Thomas, number five. Awesome, awesome middle linebacker. Great middle linebacker. Hall of Famer. He should be a Hall of Famer. Always wished he was on my team. Every yeah, time I watch him, you could always see that dude on the field because he always had that giant neck pad. Yeah, he, he was so steady. Ridiculous neck pad, but he was an awesome tackler. He was steady for a long Loved time. Him. Um, not a player, but uh, as a coach, Don Shula. I put him at number four because he wasn't a player. So nothing wrong with that. Good nothing call. wrong with that, but very uh, able head coach. Considering how many games he fucking won. Nice. Um, number three, Jason Taylor. You threw I, Taylor on there? And yeah, Zach Thomas? I did. Nice. Because I actually thought both of them. I always used to look at them going, God, I wish they'd be free agents. I just want to. I hate Jason Taylor. You hate Jason Taylor? But he, when he beat Champ for the Defensive Player of the Year that season, I was fucking furious, too. Like, no, he was not a better player than Champ Bailey one day. And it, it's not him, it's just the East Coast bias. East Coast bias. Fuck, fuck Jason Taylor, though, dude. Fuck that, fuck that skinny little fucking weirdo. He's got a big old fucking forehead watching fucking movies and shit on it. And then, fucking weirdo. number two, the Zonk. Nice, dude. Totally Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka. Cool. Um, and then number one is, I mean, if number one isn't Dan Marino, then I don't, I don't know who the hell your number one would be, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's a, it's a. I, I have some some of the same ones for sure. Uh, number five is uh, Zach Thomas. Um, I liked him at Texas Tech too. He was a Lubbock kid. He's he's big down there. I have family in West Texas, mm-hmm. and I've spent time down there, lots of time. So I watch TV because I watch sports, and it's real localized. It's there's really you know hundred thousand people towns around like you know. 5,000, 10,000, 7,000 little areas all around in West Texas. And um, Zach Thomas has commercials for tractor gear, for a trucking company, for all kinds of stuff. So I've always I've always seen Zach Thomas since I was a young dude because he was always out there. Uh, number four is Nick Bonacani. <laughs> and you want to know why? Nick Bonacani? name? No. Because oh. he was on Monday Night Football. I guarantee you he was the first guy you remember on Monday Night Football. He was one of the first announcers of the, like, well, that we saw in the 80s with, uh, with those guys. Nick Bonacani was, was definitely, was definitely out there. Uh, 
Number three is the Zunk. He was one of the best tailbacks of his generation. Uh, it was more of a fullback thing type thing back then. And it was he was meant to block, he was meant to hit, and he was meant to run he through you. Huge. And he did. He he was a big like his head. Like when he was playing they he'd interview and his like his head took up the whole screen He's, because his head was just huge. He's one of them players huge. who back in the day like they put pads on him and he looked huge. Like he made the pads look small. Yeah. Like all of he the was padding in the pads. Looked tiny on him. Like he, he was wearing sizes people, dude. that he were fucking too small. Punish people, dude. Fucking love that guy. Um, number two, Paul Warfield, wide receiver for the uh, the seventies Dolphins, the undefeated team, sixties. He's the Hall of Famer. Uh, silky smooth. He was one of the silky smooth receivers. One of the first ones to ever really come up on the on the scene. Silky? Silky Smooth. Silky Smooth. He was long. When's she gonna fucking die? Uh, she's already dead. Huh? I don't know. I was just assuming. Silky? Silky Starcast. Oh, Rogue? Well, she she won't ever. Just don't put her in X Men movies. And number one. Uh, <laughs> they didn't. It, it, I know. Just for. <laughs> she was in it for four seconds. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, number number one is Dan Marino. He he's just one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Possibly the best quarterback who didn't win a Super Bowl. I think that's debatable between probably four other quarterbacks. It's the kind of debate that could just go on for a while. Um, not not anything that would be solved. Marino was prolific. He was one of a kind. He did his own thing. He had a personality. He was well known in the in the NFL. He still does his thing. Uh, number one, Dan Marino. He was awesome. I liked it. Good uh, guy. I like that you didn't put Brian Greasy. I didn't put Bob Brian Greasy. Greasy. Bob Greasy, yeah. I always say Brian just to, because I'm a donor. You know, uh, I felt like he, maybe the quarterback of the team should have been on there, but, you know, I was going to give him honorable mention. But Well, here's the deal. The quarterback of that 72 Dolphins team, they played 14 games then. I think that was the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh well, Greasy went out in week five and did not come back until the AFC Championship game. The quarterback for the majority of that season was Earl Morrell. He was the backup quarterback. So, like, that's why I didn't throw Greasy so on Bob there. always gets all the credit. Bob gets a lot of love, dude. He, but, I mean, because the, the, the NFL Hall of Fame is a lot of bullshit anyway. We've, we've had that conversation, and lots of guys get lots of love. It's surprising sometimes when they go in. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I want to I wanna give a little shout-out here and a little one for you and one for my homies. Uh, Robin Williams passed away, and we're all huge Robin Williams fans. No doubt about that. It's I think we were trying to talk about how it, it you know, we're not being funny right now. Just it, it really hasn't sunk in that that dude's gone. We always just kind of felt the same way, that he was just going to be there. But he's gone, so here we go. We're going to do a top five Robin Williams um, movies. Uh, not characters, because he didn't do enough for caring characters, and his characters were so timeless to to, uh, to do it. Just the top five. Just the movies. Um, I think uh, shit all starts since I'm rambling over here. We'll let Doug go last. It was his idea, because we couldn't think of shit. <laughs> I was, was like... The most obvious thing, we're like, well, Doug! 
God, we're so stupid. Like, why wouldn't we it's, do Robin Williams' and, top five? And that's why we came to the thought that because we just don't think that he's dead. Because <laughs> we haven't accepted it. We just don't think that he's dead. Okay. Yep. Um, honorable alive. mentions first. Um, I was I was gonna I was gonna say I didn't want to do any honorable mentions or really tighten it up and go. Those are the five because I mean the honorable mentions could go on forever, but I didn't say that, so please do. Okay, cool. Club Paradise, Good Morning Vietnam, Dead Poet Society, Cadillac Man, The Fisher King, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, Jacob the Liar, World's Greatest Dad. So like half his filmography. No, that's only <laughs> a third of his filmography. No, that's not even a third. That's like eight percent, sir. <laughs> not even close. I had to look it up because he has so many films. It was a hundred and like hundred and four. Like four is how many things if you include his appearances on TV shows. Right. And the the Aladdin. I think there's three other ones, but he did the voice of the genie every time. No, he didn't. Oh, well, it looked like it. Because Dan, uh, Dan Castellaneta took over. It looked I like he did. Looks like he did. I, w- I could have been wrong. I was totally talking about it. I think he took over maybe after the... If not the first one, then the second one. Second one, it was Rob Williams, because I saw it on there. That's why I said And then it. I, maybe it's after that. Is, uh, maybe all the direct-to-video stuff was Dan Castellaneta. Word. That, so part two wasn't a direct-to-video? I don't know. I seemed like all of those were. They made like thirteen Land Before Times, man. They're but all only the only one of them went to the theater. Mm-hmm. The good one. <laughs> like they made, they made like apparently like Four Little Mermaids, but only one of them went. They to made the three theater. Cinderellas. The third one involves time travel. Well, it's logical. a piece of shit. Is it? Is it a? Is it a? Is it a different Doug, kind of slipper? All third ones involve time travel, <laughs> and they're all pieces of shit. It's, yeah. Except for back but I'd rather, but I'd rather. Which all include time travel. And Bill and Ted. <laughs> uh, There's not a third one yet. 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 It'll be a piece of shit. And, and Back to the Future 3 wasn't that bad. If you compare it to, say, Turtles 3. And I'd rather watch Turtles 3 than the new Turtles. I don't know. About I'd rather that. watch the new Turtles than the third one. I'm down with that, at least. I, I, I mean, and we knew it was going to suck, and... There's that, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate what I hate about that movie. There's no doubt about that. But I'd rather watch that than the... Than Turtles in Time? Yeah, no doubt. No, riding on horses and shit, you can kiss my dick. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Dawn of the Planet of the Turtles. Yeah, not good, not good. Number (laughs) five, motherfuckers. Taking my, taking my airtime here. Number five, I don't give a fuck what anybody says about this movie. I've, I've loved it. His... His role was incredible in it. He was awesome. He won, I'm pretty sure he won the Oscar for it. Google Hunting is a... He won the Best Supporting. Yeah, it's a great uh, movie. And he is incredible in that movie. He is uh, he is funny in a completely real way. It's not outward shit. And the rest of it is so... That was his first real crazy. like breakthrough serious... That was that was so like, well Yeah, done, that was like dude. in everyone's face. It wasn't... He's done serious stuff before that, uh-huh. but that was the one where everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Take him back, and like we have to give him the Oscar. Yeah, like, there's two scenes. It's it's uh, it's the one where 
where, where Matt Damon's making fun of the sailboat mm-hmm. painting and he just puts him against the wall. And just like, that, that was like, so dude, real. Dude, it's a schooner. That was, yeah, that was... <laughs> it's a schooner. That it's was so Netflix. Real. And yeah. then when he's talking to him at the at the park and he's just telling him, like, you're a kid, you don't know this, that, and this, and that, and this shit. It was yeah. just so... I, I love that movie. I always when you get the do- When you get his sense. backstory and about his wife and you're just like, yeah. oh, holy Jesus. I, I think it's an incredible film. Number four, What Dreams May Come, a film you don't like that I like a lot. I, I completely like the, the fight between good and evil. I like the, the love story, the, the love beyond love story. I, I do, and the visuals of it are great. And yeah, I saw that with a little bit of help from the earth, and it, it, it worked out well, man. I, just, I, was I can boil down all of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s lines into one that just didn't get said, which is... I'm not radio. Hey man, I've seen I've seen I've seen Cuba in a lot of movies, and that's not the worst thing he's done <laughs> by any means. He was perfectly tolerable in that movie. I think. <laughs> he was perfectly tolerable in that movie. <laughs> that's how I go with him. I don't. I didn't say Cuba Gooding <coughs> movies. We ain't doing that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I don't think that'll ever come up. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three. Uh, great movie. Great cast. Great writing. Uh, very well done. Death Smoochie. Is a beautiful fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It's like so, you watching it before we start recording. It's so fucking fun, dude. It's so off the chain, and Robin Williams is a huge part of the movie. In fact, I think he is the driving force of that movie. I I really believe that he is. I love mm-hmm. it, how that shit rolls. It's a very well done. Lots of good song and dance. Lots of costumes. <coughs> uh, midgets. It's it's a good movie. Um, number two, the best of times. Wow. What is that one? Fucking wide receiver. Kurt Russell's the quarterback. And it's a reunion type game, like to get it out type two. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. No. Do you know it? I don't actually. But I don't. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Fucking. My dad used to watch it a lot. Well, shit, I'm just a loser on that one. No one likes this one. Well, it's a good movie. Go and watch it. 80s love story with football. Nobody involved. said it was a piece of shit. We no, said I... you haven't watched it in a while. Well, no, it's it's more it's like Doug goes, my dad liked it. <laughs> no, one, no one likes Doug's dad. Yeah, but the man's got good taste in movies. That's why I love Clash of the Titans and horror movies. It's... Well, then I'm good. That's a good movie, then. Number yeah. two on my list. Number one is Hook. Because fucking Hook rules, dude. It's the Now it's, you're kind of a piece of shit. It's the, it's the easiest one to go to, but I was like, I was fascinated with that movie when I was a kid. I thought it was fucking well done. It still is. It's visually very pleasing. It's a nice little spin on the, on the movie, on the, on the tale that we all know of, of Peter Pan with your smug fucking look on you Such right a now. terrible movie. Even as a child, I don't see I how it's like terrible it. at all. Terrible? I don't, I don't know, know if I would call it terrible. terrible movie. It was terrible. That, that makes terrible. It was Gwyneth Paltrow's first on-screen appearance. Who made it terrible? Was that why it was the terrible? script? The script made it terrible. It was a bad movie. I didn't, when I and when I saw it as a kid, it was just like, well, that was stupid. Huh? I I I did not I did not take to it. It's not on my list, but it, I don't. He's like Egon like from Ghostbusters. Like, did you have any toys? My parents didn't believe in toys. They have a slinky. They had a part of a slinky. I but they straightened, straightened it. it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, you're not, you're not a... 
I'm not a soulless. I'm not. Kind of I'm not a wooden monster. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm we didn't sorry. do Harold Ramis movies, did we? That's a that's a good movie. Uh, Harold <laughs> Ramis didn't make enough movies. <laughs> Caddyshack, Ghostbusters. Shit, I can't think of any more. Uh, Dave. Uh, I'm trying to build a top five just off the top of my head. Um, nice cameo and knocked up. Ghostbusters 2. It's fine. You're going to call a cameo in the movie? Are you? Yeah, if we're counting Hook as an actual movie. You're just As an actual cool. movie? It's <laughs> just, just not cool. Fucking, fucking not cool. With oh, bang a ring. Doug. Uh, you should bang, bang your head. Filthy pervert. <laughs> what? Alright, let's go ahead and do Get the, this out of the shit way. movies that Doug's not gonna like. Well, <laughs> oh, that's my like, number five was Death to Smoochie because I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it doesn't it get a lot of like love. Like nobody. I've heard a it's lot a cult of people, classic, and it's I've, I've really heard a underrated. Lot of people like I've heard a lot of people go. I yeah. didn't write me. I didn't write I gotta. I didn't write directed Dave. I knew that. I had to look it up. Oh, it did wasn't he? Harold Ramis. No, oh. fucking liar. Sorry. But Doug was lying. He was lying. Nazi, Nazi Jew here was lying. Was that bad? It's a little bad. It's not edit point bad, but... Oh. Well. Don't keep going on it. This scolded. <laughs> it's been a little while. We'll, we'll leave this in the show. Uh, Go. Number four. What dreams may come. The one that Doug that doesn't like, apparently. I guess. Um, I feel amazing. Number three, like Dead Poet Society. Uh, number two, Goodwill Hunting. And number one, Mrs. Doubtfire. Nice. I will watch that whenever it's on. At any point of the movie, it's on. That's on deck for after um, Death of Smoochie on my list. Match, make a match, make a make me a match. Find me a Oh my god. They were showing that part where he lights his tits on fire. And it's like, they cut right before you talked. And I went, the next line is... First day as a woman, I'm starting to get uh, hot flashes. I'm already getting hot flashes. Like, I've got that movie fucking memorized. Um, like, you know, did I, I told you why I, I liked it was because of the ending. Where he gets his own show or the when he gets drunk? When, and... when he's talking on the show. <laughs> when he's talking on the show about divorce. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it's he's, he's reading a letter that a kid wrote him and he's playing Mrs. Doubtfire and he's talking about it and he's relating it to his own situation. and it, that, that shit is, it just... Always captured me. I, I like that dude. It's a really well done scene. He's a good. He's a good actor, man. He could read. I could have brought it down a little. Mm. He could read. Well, he died of a shit fucking way, dude. And I'll tell you what else is not cool. Before you get into yours, suicide might not be something that you like, that you appreciate, something that you hate. People hate all that kind of stuff, dude. You know, no one likes cancer. No one's like, I love cancer. No, you hate it. You hate everything. Depression sucks. People do shit things. You know, bastardize someone's death because of something like that. We've all been through it one way or another. And mm-hmm. 
you know, bastardize someone's death and they well, that's so selfish. That fuck you. You know what that is right there? That's selfish because you're dealing with the pain you're dealing with right then too. So knock that shit off. Um, people choose their own path. And if it's a religious thing, then, you know, just forgive and don't speak of it. But I, I don't, don't hate on people for that shit. I agree. As someone who suffers from depression, I, it's been a viable option in, in times. And it's sometimes it's, that's it. And that's just the path that you're going to take. Or, you know, that's, you know, kind of the fate. So. Don't do it, though. I don't think anyone should do it. We're not condoning it. No. Well. I just want to make it clear I don't condone it. Yeah, I think there are some people that should come. I think that was kind of, like, you know, better. Whether or not somebody should kill themselves, Doug. It was left unsaid, but that's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Of course some people should kill themselves. But that would be, just be us being selfish again. You know, they'd be doing us a favor. It doesn't make sense. Well, they could be selfless and do it. Do us the favor. They, it's a selfless act. See? We come right back it. to it. It's yep. a selfless act. Yep. Yep. They're doing it for the good of mankind. Um, I want to hear Doug's list. Of course you do. So you can shit on everything. So you can shut on. up. <laughs> um... Number five, the Fisher King. Dude. Uh, it's another one that gets is completely kind of glossed over and underrated. Um, fucking movie, yeah. Amazing, and once again, Rob Williams as he's funny, but it's a kind of a dramatic role that not a lot of people saw him in, um, and most people consider it more of a Jeff Bridges movie. But I do consider it a uh, a Rob Williams movie. Absolutely, he's a huge part of the movie. Oh, he's a massive part of the movie. No doubt about it. And you know I'm always going to try to squeeze in a Terry Gilliam movie. Humongoid. Um, Weirdly enough, um, my number four is a little little rough. You had it on your honorable mentions, and because it does involve suicide, is world's greatest dad. Dude, that's a fucked up cool movie. It's amazing. It's surprising when you realize who wrote and directed it. It could be Bobcat Goldway. Um... But yeah, I, I watched that on recommendation from a, uh, from a, a former girlfriend, and I was just blown away. Um, yeah, and I didn't throw it on my list, and I'm sure you didn't either because of the obvious, you know, parts of the movie that coincide with how Robin Williams died. It had nothing to do with how, you know... I did throw it on my list. What's that? I did throw it on my list. I, but that's not what I said. <laughs> you didn't throw it on your list because of the obvious... No, no, the connotations. That's what I It's said. because... Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I got you, got you, got you. Um, I thought you thought I was going through honorable mentions. Uh, number three. Uh, I was actually watching it earlier today. The Birdcage. Oh, good call. Fuck. Oh, shit. That movie, I'll tell you right now. It's good. Rewatching it. It's a good movie. It still holds, holds up. Holds up. My God, is that movie fucking hilarious. Yes, it is. Um, weirdly enough, Nathan Lane and Hank Azaria steal the show, but Rob Williams is fantastic as the less flaming gay guy. He plays a different role. He's not supposed to be the show stealer. He's supposed to be the level-headed He's, one. Yeah. And, he and, even, and, when he, and even when he does something kind of um, quote-unquote gay, like it's still you know, kind of played uh, 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 straight in terms of... Good the, call, man. Oh, uh, The Birdcage was the first one I watched on my Rob Williams marathon. That's I a mean, good movie, man. I completely um, spaced that one. 
completely spaced. Uh, number two, Death to Smoochie. Uh, like I said, Fuck I was watching yeah. it earlier. Um, <laughs> he's Rainbow fucking Randolph. I mean, it's, that's the line I'm always gonna, um, always gonna go to. Um, that and, uh, it's small but it's fierce. Um, can't, can't, uh, shouldn't really admit how many times I've had to say that, uh, as a joke. Um, number one. Penis? Yeah. Um. I like to say mine's extra medium. <laughs> like a steak or a t-shirt. <laughs> How'd you like yours extra regular? <laughs> <laughs> I'm you guys average. should have seen that live. I have no idea what just happened. It was a, yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of weird heterosexual winking and gun and handguns. Because it was like dick talk, so they pulled out their hands and were like, "Dang!" Well, like, can't like without the dicks. Were, it was like their dicks were pointing at each other, but it was their fingers. We were sword fighting from across the table with their fingers. It was a Mexican standoff with our man guns. It was like Terminator Two fingers, just ping, 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 ping. See, this is this when, is why this when, is why you should have listened when, to the Ryan when, and Doug show when he kills the, the security. Oh, guard. oh yeah, 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 with the ding. Yep. Ding, 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 the rhinosaurus was just like this. It was just no Gonzo to stop us from talking. It was nice. I made Lewis Carroll references. <laughs> it was nice. I was like, oh, <laughs> they won't be on the show. They're already phasing me out. They're doing another show that they won't tell me about. And I'm like, well, that was fun when Ryan didn't do it. it Are we talking about tomorrow? We're talking. No. We're talking. No, we're not. Shut up, Shut up. No, not, not like right now. <laughs> anyway, my number one surprise it didn't make anyone's list. Actually, Gonzo, I'm surprised it didn't make your uh, at least your honorable mentions. My number one, um, I remember watching this and it fucked me up. I was in with my dad. Um, with my dick. With my dick. Um, with my dad. Because um, my dad didn't die in Crime Alley. Um, aw, sad Batman. Uh, World According to Garp. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I haven't seen No, no. Not even when the guy gets his dick bit off. There's a dick biting scene. So Gonzo, you didn't really just appreciate the part where they bite the dick off. The there's way. a very, there's a very unfortunate. Because I figured that would be the part that you really would like. To, it's, it's a stand up. Because once you told me you didn't like the movie, I went right to, well, someone bit a dick off. Gonzo would like that. <laughs> well, you know, John Lithgow in a dress. Well, the, thank you, but no, I don't know if I, I like that. No. Oh. Uh, the the yeah, the uh, the unfortunate blowjob car accident scene. Uh, that's rough. Um, but once again, it was one of his earlier roles where he, you know... Did he bite the dick off? No, it was his wife. Well, thank God. (laughs) It was his wife? Yeah, she was blowing a guy she was having an affair with. And his dick got bit off? And they, yeah, they were at... Oh, good for him. Fuck him. Like, hit a car and... She was uh, blowing while he was driving a car? Yeah. Well, that probably should have been included into what you were about to say. Dude, car a, car accident blowjob. I don't know. Like, it was a violent blowjob. Was he in a... <laughs> was it like bit his dick newly polished no, no, it wasn't. hardwood floors on some rolly chair? <laughs> or maybe in a movie with piranhas? <laughs> Sharknado 3. Were they ice this skating? This time in Oklahoma. Were they ice skating? I think that I think that city has had enough catastrophe for a lifetime. Oh no, that's bullshit. Have You're you like, oh no, no, no. It keeps it's happening. Domestic terrorism and, and sharknadoes. Domestic terrorism and sharknadoes. What else? Meth, 
We all deal with meth, goddammit. It's fine out there. They're gonna have a, yeah. It's... The Sooners don't win at all? Okay, well, fine. Sharknado 3. Sharknado. The, will they call it the third one? Do you think they'll call it the third one? Uh, part 3. <laughs> Sharknado 3, part 3. Sharknado part 3, part 3. I think that's what that, <laughs> yeah. I honestly think that's what they'd call it. Because it was Sharknado 2, the second one. I know. I saw that. I was like, wow. You guys, like, really went with this whole... We're just gonna... I haven't watched it yet. I've got it. Every, there's a lot of people in it. Biz Marquis in it. Peppa. No shit. Shit. <laughs> shit. shit. Total shit. No shit. Shit. Total shit. Totes shit. There is so much corn in that shit. I'm just kidding. Um, we gotta get into some divisions here. NFL <laughs> divisions. Because divisions are great. Well, what are we doing this week? We're doing the uh, AFC South. In the NFC East. Um, I say we start with the NFC East. Go for it. I'm going to go first for sure. Um, it's It's got to be this way. Number four is going to be the Dallas playoff, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, uh, they're not going to win a lot of games this year. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2009. Way too many injuries on that defense. Not enough upgrades on that offense to give it to where Tony Romo is going to win games on his own. We've already seen what he does when the pressure is put upon him. It doesn't work out well. He makes the bad play. That's what happens. And it's not going to be his fault again. It's not going to be his <laughs> fault again. And fucking Cowboys fans are going to be like, there ain't no fucking Romo, man. It's not his fault. He is not placed around any kind of defense right now. Sean Lee injured out. Um, DeMarcus Ware gone, uh, several other uh, people. The rest of the team you can't even fucking name. No. Defensively. It's like Jason Witten and Tony Romo. And who else? DeMarcus Murray and Des Bryant. DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray. Des Bryant. Number 83 was a receiver That's last year. That's it. Um, yeah, it, it's, it. it's like that. It's like that. Uh, number, number three, the New York Giants. Um, they they uh, last went to the playoffs in 2011. I don't think they'll go to the playoffs this year. Nah, they won't. Um, no. They don't really have much going on. They're kind of rebuilding defensively. They cut a lot of people and signed a lot of new people. I don't have a, I don't. I didn't want to bring all those those names in, but there's a lot of people that aren't on that roster from last season. And uh, they drafted Odell Beckham Jr., the the wide receiver out of LSU. Good stuff. I'm I'm happy about him. For them, but not right now. Just, there's not enough on that team. Not enough on that team. Philly is uh, number two. I'm not sold on Nick Foles. No matter what anybody says, I am not sold on Nick Foles. This is pretty much going to be his second season. His, uh, the second the sophomore slump would happen now. It's not there. Deshaun Jackson's gone. Jeremy Macklin comes back. He's not the man to do the job for uh, them on a complete basis. It's it's not that way. They have the best running back in the NFL. I think it's Shady McCoy. Given the fact that the NFL's changed now, it's not about rushing for 2,000 yards. It's about getting 1,600 yards and 800 yards here. And it's, yeah. it's about other things as a back. It's a LaDainian Tomlinson type back. type back is more important now. I do like the fact that Philly drafted Trey Burton, the the uh, tight end out of uh, Florida, because I'm a Florida guy. I know that kid can play ball and he can function in Philly's offense, but besides that, 
I don't see Philly possibly competing for a a, a wild card spot. And that's a lot of the reason it's competing for one is because it's gonna those wild card spots are probably probably gonna come out of the NFC West and the NFC North. So they're gonna have to win that division, which I don't think they will. I think the the Redskins come back very well this year. I like what they've added. I'm uh, I'm stoked about Arakpo just being back again, 100% ready to go. You know, bouncing back from that deal. On I he's a stud. The, the guy is a stud. Deshaun Jackson is an explosive wide receiver. They've had very much success with the running backs in their backfield already. Defensively, they're going to be a better team. Offensively, they've already stepped it up a little bit. They've tried to add stuff, and they have. I expect Robert Griffin to have a great season. I'm expecting numbers out of him. I expect him to win that division. Whether it's 10-6, and 11-5, RG3 is not going to lose games offensively, and they're going to they're going to switch it up. It's a new coach. It's the guy from uh, Cincinnati, one of the, uh, what, it's a groom, Jay Groom. Uh, yeah. Andy Dalton's not the same kind of quarterback as RG3, so I think he's going to be able to manipulate that pocket a little bit more with them. I got Washington winning this division this year. I, I did. have a similar list. I'm a little shocked that you have Washington winning the division. Um, I do think Dallas will finish. I, I do think Dallas Dallas will finish at the bottom, uh, about seven and nine. Um, I have the Giants finishing ahead of them, about seven and nine, eight and eight. I have Washington finishing eight and eight, um, and I got the I got Philly winning the division at ten and six. I think Philly why? Had, because I think their offense. I think I think they have another year. With Chip Kelly's offense, and I think he's seen the things that he knows don't work anymore, or he thinks isn't going to work in the NFL, and I think he's going to adapt his offense. And I think Nick Foles is legit. I don't think he's just. I don't see sophomore slump coming out of him. I think he's. I think he's legit. Why? Because I have seen him play before. You saw him play like nine like, games. Yeah, is that not enough for no. you? Because RG three played a whole season like shit last year. That's but before that, basis. he played. Before that, he played sixteen games, a full season, with an offense that was built around him, and played better than Nick Foles did, regardless of touchdown passes. He led the team. He did not have a sixteen hundred yard back on his side. He did not have that going on with him last year. It was all that whatever. That's cool, but no, it was a. That's that's kind of why Nick Foles hasn't. Proven anything? I how does playoffs guess. go? How does playoffs go? They still don't have a great defense. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I didn't say they're going to win because when you they're go great play, defense. when you play good teams, you have to have well. That regardless, quarterback I don't step feel. Up and make I don't feel plays. like. I don't feel like a. I. I still feel like it's hard to win a division with a new coach every time. I think that's hard. To come in there and just say it wasn't hard for here. The I'm going to do it. It wasn't hard for the Eagles last year. It wasn't hard for the Eagles because that division is terrible. Okay. But it's going to be hard for the Redskins? Uh, I think it will be. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's still hard to win a division. It doesn't matter just because somebody did it last year. Didn't mean it was easy. Oh, no. Totally. You still, like, you made the same points about Washington and how they're going to win the division this year that I made about Philly. I don't understand. I think Ryan Rackpo is going to show up and. 
going to be huge. Oh, yeah. Who's going to be huge? Arakpo, the All-Pro, is not going to show up and be huge? I just really haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Okay. Well, pay attention this year. You'll see it pretty well. AFC South, that's our next one. That's what we're doing here. Say because of the Geico commercials, he has to say who the fuck he is on every Geico commercial because nobody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers doesn't say a name three times a fucking fucking commercial. <laughs> okay, go you do you do the you do you go first here. You go first. <laughs> no, I went You're first last dick. time. You're being a dick. Go first. I went first last time. You go. Trailing the bottom of the pack. Trailing. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All the way at the back. I just don't think they're gonna have a good season. I thought we were doing the AFC South. I thought we were doing the NFC South. We were finishing up the NFC. Uh, I looked up the AFC. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do the AFC? You can talk about the AFC. I can fill it in. I don't care. I got the AFC South down too. Oh, he's got it down. Go ahead. (laughs) Since that's what you wrote. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Go. Finish your AFC South. Go. 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 Yeah. Can I talk now? Shit. Go. Okay. At the bottom, Tampa Bay. And you're going to go... I have still have this one as a toss-up, but I still think it's going to be New Orleans. And then I think it's going to go Atlanta. And then I have Carolina winning the division. But I think it's going to be very, very close all season long. I think like all three of them are going to trade winning or being number one, and it's going to come down to the last game, to whoever wins that division. And whoever comes in second that division will probably be in a wild card. No problem. That's what I feel about the NFC West, too. Whoever comes in second there, that's going to be your other wild card, period. You think the, the wild card comes out of the NFC South? Mm-hmm. Not the NFC North? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like those teams are going to beat up on each other record-wise. But no one else they got play. easier records in the NFC, or easier schedules in the NFC South. Tough schedules in the NFC North, man. Well, you just said they had easier schedules. The NFC North has the harder schedules, so they're going to be losing more games. Rub that all you want, but you just said they have the easier NFC schedules. South has <laughs> the easier schedule. Okay. This year. Sketch. And That's what the they sketch call it. Sketch as. No, they call it Shedge. The Shedge? Shedge. Shedge. Schedule. So what do you got? Well, I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't look it up. You didn't look it up? You don't have anything to rub in my uh, face about Brian Arakpo? Uh, or, or how about Matt Ryan? What do you think about Matt Ryan, mister? Well, I think he's going to have... Think you got you Cam don't. Newton and Matt Ryan in that division. I think he's going to have his weapons back this, this year. I think that they have a much better chance to be better. But is their defense better? No, I don't think I don't so. I don't think so either. Um, I think the Panthers have a good defense. They have the ability to have a great offense just because of Cam Newton. They didn't put any fucking weapons around him. There's nobody there. Nothing new there offensively. They have nothing new offensively. I think that the New Orleans Saints are in a much better position to actually win that division this year. I like them. You liked them last year. They actually came through and did well last year. I like New Orleans winning this division this year. I like Drew Brees taking control of that offense. I like Sean Payton. The second year, it was sold. You guys talked about it. It has been proven. 
I like Sean Payton's effect on this offense and who Drew Brees is going to be this year as a quarterback, MVP candidate, 40-plus touchdowns, 4,500 yards, all that stuff. Doing what he did. Doing what he does with new guys and the same guys from last year that are back, that are that are stoked. Graham, obviously, fucking, there's, you know, Colston is still there. There's guys that know. I, I like them to actually win this division. I like them to have an opportunistic defense. I appreciate their defense coordinator. I like what they're going for. I don't see the offensive improvement in Carolina. That's the only reason I take uh, New Orleans ahead of them is because there is nothing they're giving Cam Newton to work with. No fucking weapons at all. This is not college football. He is not that fucking good. He is not a fucking Michael Jordan player. <coughs> he is a... He is a... Ben Roethlisberger player times 10 on steroids who can actually, you know, do a lot more. But he needs to be surrounded. You need to give him the weapons to utilize his talent. Period. That's what, that is, that's what has to happen with him, dude. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm there. I like New Orleans this year. I like New Orleans coming out the NFC's house. Tampa Bay, any weird Hold on, I want to weigh out on Matt Ryan. Never trust a man with two first names. I'm not worried about any cases of listeria or uh, flesh-eating bacteria coming out of Tampa Bay. I like their defense. <laughs> I think everybody likes their defense right now, but their offense is in a in a state. I love yes. the receiver they drafted. I'm down with that. I like. I love uh, Vincent Jackson. I, I like what they're doing. I don't see a quarterback. Is Matt Glennon going to be your guy? I don't think so. I Prove me wrong. I could be, but I really haven't been wrong about guys. They've they've won some playoff. Well, that guy hasn't like you know dazzled me at all. He has. I don't. Who has he dazzled? Is Tampa just holding on to him? I think. Can Tampa not get a quarterback down there? I think that's the kind of place where you could. It's it's a nice weather, and then something happened to him, and he just. Sucked out of nowhere and fell apart. And he lost his goddamn mind. Like, I don't know what the hell happened. Like seriously, because oh, yeah. Josh Freeman one year looked pretty incredible. Like he looked like he was going to be a good quarterback in this league. He and was just even not too not. Elite, it was one year, then the, the next like year he was better. He was wasn't good just one year. It was one year he was good, and then the next, next year he was, was better, way better, way better. Like then, he didn't have a sophomore slump. He had a third and fourth year slump. It was weird. Like, he looked incredible the se- his second season. He looked great. And then the very next year, it was like, dude, he can't throw the ball at anybody anymore. Yeah. Like, he can't see. It was like he couldn't see the defense anymore. I think, we'll see. They, I they, think they, they Atlanta need, has all the – Atlanta is, is got all the offensive weapons back, but uh, I don't like their defense. And the only reason I'm giving Carolina love is because I love their defense. And I'll tell you right now, like whether whether or not Demarius Thomas is as good as he is because of Peyton Manning throwing the ball to him, I don't think Julio Jones has shown that type of stuff. I know that he'll catch the ball over a guy jumping with him in the end zone or on the, on the 30-yard line, whatever. You throw him a deep ball, he'll get position and catch the ball. I'll give you that, but... I don't. I don't see that intricate route running from a guy like that. I don't, dude. He's he's a fucking millhouse compared to a Bart, dude. He ain't the same shit, dude. 
It's not there. I, I think Atlanta's coming up. Millhouse. Atlanta calling them that. Atlanta lost their their deal, dude. Like I mean, it's the running game is not as important as it was. They don't have the weapons. It's two outside receivers don't do it anymore, dude. You gotta have speed inside. You gotta be able to put people in space anymore. And 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 that's, that's a different kind of his, thing. That was his whoopee, though. Do, do do they have do they have a uh, for lack of a better term a a, a Stokely a fucking uh, West Walker that type of guy that gets open in space like moves around. I mean the Patriots have two of those guys with the tight end. Like those guys are outside of the tight end. Like Julius Edelman and that other white fuck are gonna be weird in that offense, dude. We weird in that offense. We're okay with that white fuck. Can I be racist to white people? Those cracker set Christian fucking pussies. I love, I love you guys. Jeez. Just like insulted, like. No, never Most mind. of the audience, so. <laughs> I was like, neither, you, neither you one of them. <laughs> didn't insult either one of them now that I just thought about it. Well, because. Uh, well, mostly because they don't care that they're white. But that's all white people. Oh, totally. Speaking of insulting, it's great to be white. Let's insult James. Why? Congratulations to James because the Colorado Rockies are officially the worst baseball team in Major League Baseball right now. They have the worst record. So, way to go, James. They're not going to win 100 games this year. <laughs> or 90. Or 90. Or they may not win 50. It's Wait, no. They're past 50? Okay, no, so they might not win 60. They're barely past 50. Yeah, it's it's a race to, to lose 100, basically. Since he made that statement, they won the same amount of games. You cursed him. <laughs> he goes... What's up? They're great. You yeah. took you took that Bill's juju and fucking rubbed it all over everybody else. All over Tulo's face. And 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 here's another thing I gotta say Rubbing about your this. Ju- juju and ju- this on this might be face. the most we talk about baseball for a while. Uh, Tulo and Cargo were both nicks for the season. Everybody's pissed off. Again, man, they're hurt all the time. Man, just get rid of him. He's not happy here. Well, we're not happy with him being hurt all the time. I haven't heard this one time, but check this out. Was he hurt when we went to the playoffs and went to the World Series? I don't think he was. No, he wasn't. Was Cargo hurt? No, because he wasn't on the the team. team. No, Matt Holiday was. But Tula was right there. Maybe. Not just maybe. Not just maybe. Tula would play through an injury if there was a fucking reason to play through an injury. No one's talking about that. Like, he's hurt all the time. Well, you know, he he could play through that. Well, maybe he could in a pennant race in, in, in not being involved in know, any God kind of race. When you've had heavy legs like he's had. They really buy that. He's all, he's just lazy. Like, yeah, the best shortstop in the game's lazy. I still yeah. don't know what it means, though. I want somebody to explain to me. It's a he's baseball term. For I'm tired. Carrying the fucking team on my back. It makes as much. Turn- they should call it. They should yeah. call it heavy back. That's it makes as much sense as this. He's hitting above <laughs> three forty on Tuesdays after March eighteenth. Two thirty below the Mason Dixon line. It's a baseball thing. It makes no sense. Heavy legs. He is. Bored. <laughs> that is all it is. I firmly believe that, dude. These guys are fucking high 
octane athletes, as big as they come as far as baseball players go, and they would play, and especially to them, man, if there was something to do, something to play for, something to, you know, amount to in your contract, in your baseball stadium, in front of the people you play in front of, I bet, I'm, I bet anything he'd be playing. I Probably. bet he would be. He'd I mean, just... look at all the, look at all those teams, the Red Sox teams, the Yankees teams, when those guys are in it. I mean, everyone's banged up. out there, like yeah. all banged up. You're like, I don't even know how this dude's gonna swing the bat tonight. And when you and read he goes those, up there and he totally does it. He'll limp to first base and every yeah. damn thing. You could read a news story. You could read a, a a blog. You could read a, a biography, and they'll all talk about like playoff players, whether it's major league baseball, football, basketball, hockey for sure. They're in the playoffs. They are all banged up. There's no way you're not in the playoffs banged up. And I guarantee that he would be out there playing, dude. Let him fucking go. Do not start trashing Troy Tulowitzki. Not the way they did Dexter Fowler. That that was not cool. It was so not cool to him for no reason at all. They, no, totally. After they, he's gone, they just trash him. Like, after he's gone, well, he's not here anymore, so. Bam! Don't like, do that to Troy. Don't do that to a guy that's a possible Hall of Famer. Like his his numbers have been somewhat down, but put him somewhere where he's gonna go play. Let him be the go. Let him go be the Yankees shortstop man. He deserves to be that. He that's who he to loves. Be on a winning team. He does. He does. He does. And speaking Beginning of baseball, of this... just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Doug, mm-hmm. guess what the average age of a Major League Baseball fan is? The average age? Yes. Oh. Um, in all seriousness, I'd probably say mid-30s, maybe 40s. Mid-30s, 40s, 55. AARP. And no, no, let, <laughs> me, let me ask you and, a question. And uh, MLB. <laughs> well, there is 182 games, 162 games, sorry, that you got to go to. And so half of that at home, the way they're fucking raising prices on every goddamn thing to pay these guys $200 million contracts, you got to have your fucking retirement account going. Uh, but, but, 55, 55 years old. Which isn't that old anymore. Oh no, it's old when it's the average. When it's the average, then there's plenty of older folks involved in it. Uh, we 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 thought of we thought of the uh, steroids era, uh, having a lot to do with that, and basically what some other guys said on the on the TV being funny on the on the on the radio being funny. Uh, Fifty five years old. That's the average age. Basically, your audience is dying. Literally. Because fifty five of old is, age is not too far away age. from seventy. <laughs> Just as much as it ain't too far away from death. A hell of a lot closer to 70. Than 30 That's, it's like on well, the same I mean, 55 isn't that old anymore, but I, I, I see what you're saying. So, so, but check this out as far as, a, as an entertainment value within a mass media type deal. Is 55 the age, the demographic, the avenue you are shooting? To get your numbers up for whatever your product might be. No. Not at all. Is it even close? 
No, it's Does always it, it's always it it's always males balls? eighteen. It's always males eighteen to thirty. If, it's eighteen to twenty-five. And, and nowadays, it's more like probably with the social media involved and all the the access that kids have internet. I'm willing to bet it's even a little bit lower in the age. I'll bet it's more like fifteen to sixteen, just I, because of okay. the, I'm the guessing the target allowed. audience of the AARP is even less than fifty-five. I would think so because they want you before you're there. Once you're signed in, you go to a whole other website. So the ARP piece is like 46, 47, 48, you know, shit. So let me ask you this, Major League Baseball. I'm asking you this because you are, you're an entrepreneur. You are doing your own thing. You are working in an avenue, doing your thing. I want it on record, I'm also nowhere close to 55. And he works, and I wasn't done talking, he works at a coffee shop. He does his thing, but he has a vision that we're all a part of. What numbers would you ever go for? What demographics? Yes. Uh, I'd say realistically, I mean, once again, we're looking at that probably males eighteen to t- eighteen to thirty. Yeah, because they get it. You don't want to be the girl part because it's a wholly different thing. So you want to you want to rock that. Well, you what? don't find a lot of girls that are as into sports and the niche culture like uh, comic books. Okay, and as much as you know about baseball in the last year plus that you've done this show with with us, um, or sports in general, how would you advise a sport like baseball to take their average age demographic number from 55 to, say, 18 to 30? What do they need to do? That was fucking beautiful. Ryan signaling the onslaught with uh, playing the butt trumpet. Um, oh, me thinks we heard the god Zeus tremble in the forest. Um, honestly, I... Thinking about sports in general, about sports, like what would you do if you had a sports team slash corporation that needs to get some more audience members that aren't 55 that don't watch well you have to young it up I mean how how do you young it up gotta make it sharp gotta make it quick gotta make it rock and roll I mean I I hate to sound so cliche but rock and roll I hate to sound so cliche but that's all I got you asked them question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is a very broad question, and, and it deserves the thought behind the answer that you expect from from me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I would say get you know the hot celebrities into the sports. Um, you know, your Selena Gomez's, your um, oh, what is her name? Uh, Iggy Azalea, uh, you know, stuff like the people like that, where you're going to pull in that tween market and um, kind of give the movement towards said sport, whether it be baseball or not, um, but baseball in this case, um, kind of give it a figurehead, a voice uh, to pull in the youth market. Um, I'm not saying let the players use drugs, but... <laughs> you know what's funny? That's kind of what we said they should do. To, even the, to, literally, to literally even a playing field, but I mean... Cheerleaders? The last... Cheerleaders? 
Boobies always sell things. No, we were at the fucking Broncos cheerleader, the fucking Broncos scrimmage, and the cheerleaders came out. And we were like, they're so pointless. <laughs> we have no desire to give a fuck about baseball, what they're doing. Where you could spend that actually staring at the girls, whereas football, it's like. No, baseball is where you spend your time talking shit to people. And drinking. And drinking up kids. And telling kids to sit down and shit. I mean, uh... <laughs> yeah, I know you want to go home. It won't be over for another three hours. Um, <laughs> you wanted to come here! You wanted to come here! <laughs> but no, that would be, that'd be a, at least the first step. I would say, um... You know, I'm, I'm without looking at, like... The, the the website and looking at you know baseball um, more intently to, to go okay well here are the problems here's where it, it hasn't seems. changed it's still a guy throwing a ball well and you know you say hit it. you say like oh it hasn't changed but the changes you're seeing in football now I think make it more boring to watch there's I'm not I'm not I'm not pro concussion by any means but they've they've nerfed the game a great deal nice. um, and they and they've nice. t- and they've tightened the rules to the point where it's, it's, I mean, you guys talked about this last year, literally, uh, by the way, because you guys are actually at episode 52, you guys have actually done a year's worth of shows. Woo! Give or take. Um, but, um, that it's, it's the no fun league. And I think baseball needs to shake it up. And I, without really going through, and, and maybe I'll think about it over the, the week and I'll, and I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll try to have something for you next week and go, okay, this is, you know, what I've thought. Um, I, I'd like to redesign baseball. It's going to be a, a, a fun little thing to do. But first things first is really embrace the youth market, and they're not doing that. They are they are promoting themselves as America's oldest game. Still. And you know what? Every time they say that, too. They do actually say that. America's and you know what? When kids game. hear old, it's old-fashioned. Mm. It's not quick it's not easily digestible um and that's what kids it's 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 a generation of okay so so without without watching it as you haven't in quite some time actually paid attention to it i would imagine um there is a lack of african-american athletes playing baseball the um the whether you want to call it latino or whatever that correct term is for that culture uh, for all of you know Southern America coming through um, in baseball, it's huge now. Uh, huge. The 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 MVP, the the Triple Crown winner a couple years ago is 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 a Southern American player. Uh, it's been huge in triple baseball. Triple Crown is horse. Uh, no, it's it's also baseball. Oh wow! Batting average, home runs, and RBIs. Also, the three biggest races in horse racing. Uh-huh. Batting but I wasn't a, talking about batting average downs and and horse racing, the home runness and the uh, the point goals <laughs> in their, what, what, in their what, arena field. What, what has to happen as far as the, the the game goes, and I I agree with a lot of what you say. You have to get the young culture involved. Mm-hmm. Um, the young culture involves a lot of young kids from different cultures. And baseball... And make it more multicultural. And, and, and baseball... It's hard to. you got to get the African community, African-American community, back involved in it. There's no... There's very few African-American baseball players. It's just the way it is. It's, it's not the same way it was when... The last big one was what, Barry Bonds? Oh, uh, it's um, definitely... 
I mean, that was the last right time there. I that was the last time I had heard about uh, that. That was the gentleman that came in. The the very was it Bun and who was in the race, or that was Sammy Sosa and Mark. Sammy McGuire. Sosa was South American, um, Dominican Republic. Yeah, actually, yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. That was the last time that baseball was right in my face. Uh, was, was that home run race? It's what I was gonna say. And then, is, you know, whenever they're going to the Neo Genesis. What I was gonna say was, is, is baseball was a big, 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 big game uh, from you know 1900s on till right around now. 2000s. is when baseball's got fucked up. That last strike is what really fucked baseball up. That yeah. was in the 90s, and um, pretty much the the African American community has not fall into baseball anymore. I mean, we do see this Little League World Series team right now. It's called, it's it's a Jackie Lee, Jackie Robinson West, I think, and that's the part of wherever they're from. It's, uh, but it's it's not it's not considered an African-American sport. It, it's not anymore. The, the way, the way, it's not the anymore. Way, the way football would be or, or basketball would be. Or the be. way that baseball was when Hank Aaron and, and fucking Willie Mays and fucking, uh, God damn, Wesley Josh Snipes. Gordon, so many, so many players. Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson being one of the, one of the better athletes of all time. Uh, baseball just doesn't have those guys anymore. They just don't. They don't They don't Cecil, have that. Cecil Fielder? Cecil Fielder, big fat guy hitting home runs? Yeah. Not there anymore. And no one thought he was taking steroids. If he was, he was eating them. Because <laughs> he was fat. Yes. He's a fat he was. Steroid. You want to see Cecil Fielder? I'll show you. Doug wants to get on a carousel. Dug out. I want a helicopter. Dug out. In honor. Hold on. In in honor. Are we going dug out? Yes. In Doug's honor. shaking his head yes. In honor of the uh, Philly and New England game. Sure. Is that, are we still Philly cheesesteak or New England clam chowder? Philly cheesesteak. Philly yeah. hard. Please don't say hard then chowder in the same sentence. Uh, hard chowder. Chowder. Hard chowder. It's pronounced chowder, not chowder. Chowder or chowder? Chowder. Fucker. You shouldn't agree. That is a fat, fat man. That are some. That's some panty lines right look there. Look at those. Look at those legs, dude. He's How can you not? It's half the picture. <laughs> God. Thighs that KFC are jealous of, and they're because of KFC. Uh huh. He's walking upstairs like, "Fuck you." Jesus Christ, those aren't his knees, those are his fucking tits. Uh, the they go all the way down. That's the tenderloin right there. Jesus. It's still all the way to his knee. That's a close-up of just one of the inside of his thigh. Cecil the whole fielder, right? Am I right? Sits around the whole fielder. Cecil fielder was so fat. How fat was he? He's diabetic. Diabetic. It was a distinct health problem. Stab you in the fucking heart. <laughs> He's a fan of huh? Cecil. Huh? I, I like Cecil him. or Cecil? Prince liked them. Cecil! And Beanie. No, it was Beanie and Cecil. Shit. Apparently Cecil beat up his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Who looked like Martin Lawrence from Big Mama's House? Oh, no. I've never met a, a lady that looks like that. No? No. Have you? A little bit. So now then? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I met Martin Lawrence. So does that count? I met Martin Lawrence. Is that the same thing? I was like, love doing blue streak. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. We end our shows with such enthusiasm. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. In <laughs> honor of the Denver, the morning. San Francisco game. Denver omelet or the San Francisco treat? Texas toast. In honor of the Denver... Fucking Texas! San Francisco game. San Francisco gays or Denver gays? Look, I had a big San Franciscan. Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> How come you can put that out there, but I can't say... <laughs> Mowing lawns or digging holes? <laughs> you tell me. Fuck you is what I say. For vaginas. I'll eat my fucking big dick. Uh, Wrap it around your fucking foreheads. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon, and banjo!